Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release. We appreciate your understanding. Extreme Anime Radio. From the greatest city in the world, broadcasting to fans of anime and Japanese culture all around the world, we welcome you to the one and only Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 28th. Uh, Oh, Wednesday, October 28th. You know what that means. Yes. Good evening, kiddies. <laughs> oh no. Is that who I think it could be? This is the Count speaking, and it's the spooktacular time of year. My favorite. <laughs> oh no, the Count has come out of the closet to join us for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, and I believe this is your first podcast, Mr. Count, is that correct? You would be absolutely correct. I decided to rise to the occasion. <laughs> oh no! Well, let me uh, let me ask you this question real quick, Count, because I know time's a little short and we have to get on here. But uh, how do you adjust uh, with uh, Halloween this year with a pandemic going on? You know, this is the most difficult year I've ever had. You know how hard it is. To try to bite someone when you have to wear a mask everywhere you go? Oh. I'll tell you how hard it is. It is a literal pain in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the humor does not go away with you, Count. And we certainly thank you for joining us uh, in this special occasion. Now, will you bring back my co-host, please? I'll see if I can get him to rise as well (laughs) (laughs) and with that folks he's going back in the closet I'm closing the door I'm putting a bolt on it I don't care if I can put a shotgun next to it he ain't coming out again for a while (laughs) well how you doing how are you oh you know considering you know everything that's going on in my life it's like 
This is the relaxing part of my day. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, and by the way, for those of you wondering, that was Takata and Fugue in D minor by Bach, which I believe is so old we can actually play on this show without getting in trouble. As I said to JR off the air, there's n- he's not alive anymore to send us a DCMA notice. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see. It's been it's been a long time, then, right? Yeah, um, we are here. Uh, obviously, Halloween is going to be a little different this year with uh, COVID going on. But uh, everybody's making their own plans to uh, stay safe, hopefully. And uh, if they're going to do any trick or treating, to do it as responsibly as they can, uh, with an asterisk at the end, basically. Yeah, responsibly. That that's the appropriate thing. Now, I've heard some various schemes to, you know, distribute candy to the youngsters. Some of them are very intriguing. Some of them are downright frightening. <laughs> my my favorite involves long lengths of PVC tubing. Oh boy. I've yeah, I've heard of that. I've, between that and uh the cardboard uh, shoots basically. Yeah, basically they're they're gonna fire the candy at the kids and hope the kids catch it. <laughs> so as long as the kids aren't any member of the New York Jets or the New York Giants, they'll be fine. Okay, <laughs> and as long as you don't show up uh, at the door in a Dodgers uniform and you say, uh, "Hi there, I'm uh, I'm Justin Turner, trick or treat." In his case, it's all treats or it's all tricks. And no treats. Oh, tricks and no treats. Um, yeah, we have a little bone to pick with that, uh, which we're going to get to in just a moment. But uh, as a reminder, the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is available on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio and on a variety of podcasting platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Just search for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. And if you're joining on the live stream, or really at any time, be sure to join our Discord server, which is the new home for all things Extreme Anime Radio, as far as the podcast goes and gaming goes as well. You can go to our Discord by visiting our link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash anime radio. The link tree link is also available on our other social media platforms, including Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Tonight, we will be doing more Jackbox, Neff and I, along with a few others, uh, in the uh, Discord Games channel. So that will happen uh, uh, close to the top of the next hour, probably. Um, We do want to warn you that uh, this will be the normal playing mode for Jackbox. Isn't that right, Neff? Yeah, where listener discretion and viewer discretion is very much advised. So we're going to warn you about that in advance. We figured uh, things went well last week. We'll just, uh, as Emeril Lagasse, who has recently come back from hiding, always used to say, let's kick things up a little notch. Indubitably. (laughs) So, yes, um, what are you worried about the most? The fact that... uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers win the World Series for the first time since, God, since I was a kid. I think, what, 1988 was the last time they won it? 1988, that's right. So what's more surprising, that or the fact that a player is notified that he's te- uh, tested positive for COVID-19, pulled in the middle of the game, the Dodgers win the game, and then he runs back out, takes his mask off, and goes, geez, next to the trophy. Well, let's put it this way. The way Tampa Bay was playing the game, they were playing it as if if the coach was a robot. Basically, do the exact same thing every time. Doesn't matter. Your pitcher's doing well. Sorry, he hit his pitch count. Out he goes. So when the Dodgers saw that and they went, you know what? We've got something you don't. You might have brains. We got guts. (laughs) And they proceeded to splatter Tampa Bay's guts all over the field. Oh joy! Well, as I said, self self inflicted wounds on those on Tampa Bay because you live by the stats, you die by the stats, and that and that's the real point. Over the last few years, these you know all these statistics now come into play in pretty much uh, 
baseball and a lot of the other major sports. Um, do you think that uh, baseball is becoming, shall we say, a little... I, I can't think of the word. Over-statistic-y. I, I, I think I made that up, but anyway... Well, I, I think they're relying too much on statistics. I think that's what you were probably getting at. And that's a problem because baseball is supposed to be a game. If this was just about statistics and probabilities, go throw some dice and write down on sheets of paper what's going to happen. You know, you play the game to play the game, not to not to make some uh, statistics nerd happy. All right. And the count is, uh, you know, uh, Three and two with nobody on base. Okay, pull them. <laughs> you know, and then baseball has to implement rules to try and combat this, uh-huh. and it doesn't work. Mm. You know, like the three the three batter minimum that was supposed to you know get rid of some of the shenanigans, and it has to a degree, right? But the one thing they've done and they haven't done that they should the shift, mm. the most perverse use of statistics I've ever seen. Where you basically figure out, okay, if this guy hits this direction, this percentage of the time, let's put all our in outfielders slanted over the way he's going to hit. So basically, it's a guaranteed out. Mm-hmm. Unless he bangs it over the wall. Yes. Again, in these instances, I'm better off uh, watching Diamond No Ace. Just when all else fails, just default to that. It, it's not quite as scripted as Diamond Oasis, but baseball's getting close, and that's not good. Yes. Next, next thing we know, it'll be uh, the uh, the pitcher uh, slamming uh, uh, the base runner off the top turnbuckle. No, 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 no. The green mist. <laughs> that's a very old reference, folks, where, you know, the bad guy wrestler, quote-unquote, would spit some sort of international substance you know, in the in his opponent's face, <laughs> it, it it looked disgusting. Mm. It was probably safe as all heck, but it looked absolutely disgusting. And of course, you ham it up, and there you go. Mm. Uh, I'm looking in the chat room here on Discord, and Chu says uh, that she's going to trick or treat on November 1st over to Walmart. It's Discount Candy Day. Although it does come to mind, uh, even now, considering uh, um, trick or treating will sort of be restricted this year. Can we get good deals on candy at this very moment? Well, the places I normally shop, and which are very few right now, of course, I don't think they got the memo about, you know, there's not going to be much Halloweening because I've seen their prices for their candy, uh-huh. and I've gone, not even if I was desperate, hungry, in need of a sugar rush, or I'd croak, am I going to pay those prices? Right, right. So I guess then still... Uh, just the better off uh, waiting until uh, the day after Old Hallow's Eve to score those deals. Yes, in about the three hours. Well, actually, no. Make that five hours between when the store opens on Sunday and when I am not to be disturbed for seven hours. Exactly. Oh, you also have to figure in this time that uh, this Sunday also happens to be the end of Daylight Savings. Oh, yeah, it finally ends. You know, I mean, and again, I'm not trying to make 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 people mad, but I'm going, your goofball president years ago says, let's extend daylight savings time to save energy. Just, no, 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 no. People will have to work, et cetera. It's not like they magically don't work the hour when you extended daylight savings time. Right. So it's like, so that's why we have now this weird dichotomy where some countries, they they do it differently than North America. Right. For example, the UK. So right now, the UK is normally five hours ahead of us. Uh-huh. They're only four right. until Sunday. Right. Then they go back to five, which is really annoying when you watch English Premier Soccer or football oh. in this case. Yeah, it throws all the times off that you're used to for that say four week period now and you're going what used to be a nine o'clock kickoff is now a 10 o'clock kickoff mm. you know etc cetera, etc cetera. right okay uh good old premier league um who are you following uh the stage basically well watching liverpool and i i had always suspected that 
the amazing job they did last year would be followed up by a bit of a clunker because you're the champs. You ran away with it. Like within the first two months of the season last year, you ran away and hid. And I sort of figured, I went, yeah, I don't think they can do that this year. I just I just don't see it because the other teams are like, okay, we're on to your game now. We figured out how you operate. And so now we're going to, you know, beat you at your own game, mm. which essentially is what some of the teams have done. Right. Well, um, I'm uh, looking around here to see what else is new in the world. Uh, blah, 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 blah. COVID, 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 blah, 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 COVID. <laughs> Not much to report, I think. Oh, we have an election this week. <laughs> I was going to say, you you guys have what I'd like to call a bit of a to-do happening next week. A bit? Well, I, I'm trying to be polite and, you know, Canadian about it, where if our election was anything like yours is going to be, uh-huh. or has been, I should say, it would have gotten to the point where there would be a wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. And the leaders of the political parties up here would be throwing each other off the turnbuckle onto the floor. <laughs> Th- that's what that's what we're looking at when we when we watch you guys. Yeah, um, uh, here in New York City and many other places around the country, early voting has started, and lines are out the wazoo even for the early voting. Um, I opted. What's that? I said I'd heard that, and I I was surprised because I'm going. Well, it is a pandemic, so people want to maybe get ahead of the game and not have to stand in lines, you know, right. with people for hours and hours and hours on November third. Mm-hmm. But but I'm still going to myself, going, hmm, is that a good thing or a bad thing that people are coming out early? Well, I think you can argue both points. It is a good thing that people are exercising their right uh, to vote. But it's also a bad thing that uh, maybe a lot of the uh, election boards are a little bit. Uh, uh, not prepared it like they're supposed to be. It's 2020 and a pandemic. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to fault somebody if they're not prepared for the unexpected. Okay, Just, no, you can't hold them to that. I opted to mail in my uh, ballot this time uh, because of uh, COVID and also because there's a good possibility with my work schedule, I may not even be able to um, get out to vote. Although. Technically, they're supposed to give you time off so you can go vote, but um, uh, between that and a few other things, I figure I'll just mail my ballot this time. And I'm happy to say that uh, the ballots here that you request are trackable. So I did get my notification uh, um, earlier this week that my um, my ballot had officially been received. Well, that's good. That's good, and it's good that you did check because better to be safe and check. Then not no, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, we see Dewey. Oh, uh, Shinigami Liz's nephew uh, Dewey's in the uh, Discord chat. Welcome, Dewey, and thank you for joining us for all the festivities. Um, once again, to join our Discord server, you can go to our link tree, which is linktr.ee forward slash anime radio. Um, I'm looking here, Neff, at some uh, news, as I'm saying, besides COVID. Uh, Oh, yes, we have some news from Netflix. They've made some announcements about five animes that they'll be distributing. Because, yes, Netflix is an anime distributor. And I think we've had this conversation before about how we're seeing more and more deals with these online services like Netflix, which uh, basically just don't deal in anime compared to some of the other niche uh, companies like Funimation and Crunchyroll. I mean, every company that, that is smart, especially larger, will go where they see money. They see the little guys making money. They go, hey, we don't only want a piece of that pie. We want the whole pie. Mm. Right? Yeah. And so Netflix being the bakers that they are, mm-hmm. would rather bake their own pies or, you know, get exclusive deals to distribute someone else's pies, mm-hmm. leaving everybody else with the crumbs. Mm. Um, but we're reading here that uh, the, the some of the uh, new animes include a stop-motion show uh, based on the character of Rilakkuma, the bear. I'll never say this 
in a mean way, but it's like, okay, when, when you're scraping the bottom of barrel for ideas and the weirdest <laughs> stuff comes across your desk mm-hmm. and you green light that, good yeah. on you. Yeah. But uh, as, among the others I'm reading here, uh, there's an interesting one from a very uh, popular animation studio, JC Staff, um, The Way of the Household. And the synopsis, according to the report in The Hollywood Reporter, the most evil Yakuza, Tatsu, is a legend in the underworld. He chose to walk away from the Yakuza to become a full-time house husband. There's a manga for that. Yes. I've never actually, I've never actually read that manga yet. That will go on my list because that whole idea sounds absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Speaking of Yakuza, I, I've been tempted, although I don't, even, I don't even know if it's still on sale, about maybe um, playing with the Yakuza um, games on Steam. Well, uh, as my old box is chugging along to its final destination, that might be one of the games where if I do, well, I will buy a new box, but I'll buy a new box and that might be one I might spring for to see how it looks on a more modern system. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a fan of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, you might like uh, Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, a series consisting of four strange episodes that Kishibe Rohan, the, man- the manga artist from JoJo Bizarre's Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable, saw and heard in a destination he visited to collect material for the manga. Hmm. That sounds very interesting. So it sounds like a little like crossing time, more or less, to an extent. Mm. Yeah, it, it it does have that vibe to it, yeah, from the description. Right. But, um, yes, uh, Netflix, uh, proceeding along here with uh, these new um, anime titles that they, uh, I think, basically released um, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. That's when the report from The uh, Hollywood Reporter came out. Uh, anything you're following, Neff, in the anime manga department? Well, okay, I'm going to go back to the thing I talked about last week because they've announced a dub for this, Yashahime. Mm, okay. Now, there is a very worrying subcurrent to the dub being announced. Oh. They've announced the three main characters, the voices, which... I'm not sure. I think they're normally associated with Bang Zoom, the, the dubbing studio. Okay. But everybody's asking the, the million-dollar question, or in this case, the million-dollar Canadian question. Hmm. Are they going to use the Canadian dub studio or at least the Canadian actors for the original dub actors from Inuyasha who appear? Hmm. So far, Viz has said absolutely Zippo which is leading to speculation that Viz is, is, has decided, nope, we're not going to do that. We're not even going to try. We're just going to recast everybody. Mm. As a fan of the original series, I will say this. If they recast, if they don't do a good job, it's going to blow up in their face badly. Uh, we see some uh, people in the chat talking about Agretsuko, uh, which I believe is the uh, the red panda with the uh, interesting lifestyle. <laughs> and that's one of those where it's like, for for that, I might have gotten Netflix, maybe. Because this is the one bad thing about Netflix doing the anime, you know, whether it be producing it or sponsoring it, what have you. Physical releases of those titles happen the fifth of never or very, very, very long down the road. So if you want to watch the stuff, you're stuck paying for Netflix forever and ever, ever. I'm in. Right. Um, there's, um, there's another anime that I came across. That's a few years old that I may add to my list. If I can find out where it is. Um, and the reason how this all came about is that, um, uh, at work today, uh, I was um, with a few of my coworkers um, in the um, in the lunch area and whatnot, and uh, we were just talking about the horse races and whatnot. And a topic that came up 
is, that I showed them and they found very amusing is a type of horse racing that's only done in northern Japan. It's called Bon-A Racing. Would you care to take a guess, Neff, as to what that might entail? Hmm. Well, since you said it's unusual, mm-hmm. none of the none of the, none of the forms of horse racing in North America seem to fit that mold. Mm-mm. So I'm not sure un- unless they're doing something really strange, like using miniature horses. Or oh no, like these that. are not miniature horses at all. These are okay, so they're these are full full blown draft horses. Uh, Percheron, Breton, and Belgian horses. So, nice big draft horses, and they're urged on by a jockey who's standing on a heavy sled. And your job is to drag the sled on a straight course up and down hills until you get to the finish line. Ouch. (laughs) And I'm just thinking of the poor horse here. I'm just going, ouch. (laughs) Because... Pulling the sled up is not a problem. Mm. It's coming down the other side where gravity's going to suck. Oh, yeah. How do they? How does the horse stay ahead of that that heavy sled? So, um, if you look up Bane Racing on uh, YouTube, you will see um, an example of uh, you know what these are involved. And sometimes the horses have to stop dead in their tracks so that they can catch their breath before they go on again. Okay, again, going uphill, no problem. Mm-hmm. Coming back down, I can't see that ending well, unless it's so heavy that basically they can stop and the weight behind them will just stop. Mm. Um, but um, this talk about Bonnet racing, when I was doing the online search, it led me to there's apparently a scene in an anime where you can see how they interpret Bonnet racing. And the anime is um, off, uh, based on a manga, Gin no Saji, or Silver Spoon. Are you familiar with that title? No, it doesn't ring any bells, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, so it's about uh, uh, a guy who lives in, uh, in a suburban city. Uh, he fails to pass the entrance examinations for the high school he planned to attend. Uh, so he decides to enroll um, in a countryside agricultural high school. So this is a city kid moving out to the country and struggling to understand how the field of agriculture works uh, way up there. So I have a funny feeling it's uh, somewhere up in the north or maybe in Hokkaido where Bane racing is popular. Okay, and I- I'm just getting, you know... Typical city kid dumping him in basically green acres, dated reference that is, mm-hmm. and it probably doesn't go well for him. Mm. <laughs> probably it's probably the first day there. He's like, "Where's the Wi-Fi password?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it looks like a twenty-two episode series, um, and uh, oh, and they also did a live-action film. That's interesting. And the uh, run of the manga is 15 volumes from 2011 to 2019. Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Khaled says a series he recommends is Space Brothers. Okay, now I've heard of that one. I think I think Funimation has it for Let's streaming. See. I just never, again, it's one of those where it's like, okay, interesting. It's on the pile. And it never managed to get off the pile hmm. yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the summer of 2006, Muta Namba and his younger brother Hibito witnessed what they believe to be a UFO which flies off the moon. Which flies off towards the moon. Hibito decides he will go onto the moon while Muta decides he will aim for Mars. Um, and then it goes on to 2025 where Hibito has become a JAXA astronaut assigned to go on a mission towards the moon. Um, Muta, on the other hand, has not has not been so successful in achieving his dreams. The series follows Muta as he seeks to become an astronaut. Oh boy! Hmm. This sounds like one of those plots that might lift off the ground and might crash and burn. 
So that was a, uh, oh, wow, a 99-episode anime series from 2012 to 2014. The, gold, the golden age of anime when they could actually produce more than 13 episodes at a crack and actually, you know, go somewhere with it. That was uh, actually from 2012 to 2014. As I said, modern anime, you're lucky if you get a second season. And then again, if you're really lucky these days, your Kaguya-sama Love is War, which just announced not only are they getting a season three, hmm. they're getting an OVA on top of that. Oh, boy. Well, I, that's one of those where I've been meaning to catch up. Sports balls happened and really, you know, screwed up my, my anime viewing. Mm-hmm. Now that sports ball is dying for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, with all the various leagues going on hiatus or finishing, what have you, I'll have more free time to go, okay, let me grab onto this series and just power through and catch up. Mm. Um, we have uh, some other anime news to pass along, but at this point we're going to take our bit of our commercial here. Um, we have uh, some information to pass along in this uh, commercial, so please pay close attention, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. You may even get a shout-out from one of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida, subject to availability. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Anime Radio. The live stream for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast will be moving to a new Shoutcast server in November due to changes being made at our streaming provider. Please follow us on Discord, Facebook, and Instagram for all the latest updates. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. He is Neff and I'm JR. We thank you for joining us. On the final show before All Hallows Eve on Saturday, and something else at, right after that, known as a presidential election. Um, we like to remind everybody uh, your vote counts for those American listeners out there. Be sure to go out to the polls on Tuesday. Make your voice heard to, to shape the future of our country. Um, in Canada, I, I, I think you're just going to sit back and watch, right? Like I said, we had uh, two uh, by-elections just passed, Uh um, and there was talk. They were going to try and force an election, the uh, opposition parties, but that's failing for now as the numbers in Canada of COVID go up. I think even the the dumbest party in Canada would not force an election in these circumstances. Right. So we just get to look, you know, down at our American neighbors, or as I like to call it, the burning meth house. And go, <laughs> yikes! We're a burning meth house, huh? Yes, Canada is a nice apartment. It used to be over a meth lab, but now it's a burning meth lab down there. <laughs> <laughs> you remember four years ago when I came up there for a few days? I voted in advance, and then I hung out with you to see what would happen. Uh, I believe we uh, we saw what happened after I think the Toronto Maple Leafs lost by a uh, touchdown, right? They lost to the Kings yeah, that night? Basically, they got pounded by the Los Angeles Kings. And as the results were trickling in, you could see the you could feel the entire arena having a massive W, T, and you know the letter I'm going to say after that. Oh, yeah. And um, what's the name? I remember the story I, I constantly tell people. Uh, when we were taking the train, going back to uh, the train station near where Neff lives, because the easiest way to go in and watch a game is to actually drive a um, drive in in the Neff mobile over to the uh, train station. I believe uh, the one uh, for him is Port Credit. We find a parking space and then we 
take the GO train straight into the heart of Toronto to uh, what is now known as Scotiabank uh, Center or Scotiabank Arena. Um, That's correct. So um, when we were coming back from that arena four years ago in the train, uh, I was talking to you, and apparently there were three uh, GO constables on the train, which I guess they have police powers and whatnot in Canada. And they walked up That's to right. me and and they start, wanted to have a conversation with me. And they're like, did you see the president, uh, uh, that Donald Trump just won this state? And, uh, and next thing we know, the four of us are checking our iPhones to see what's going on with the election. Three, myself and three police constables in Canada. Well, as we, as we like to say at the time, we, we just couldn't, we were just going, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> we just couldn't believe it. Right. So, uh, yes, uh, unfortunately, I have work next week, and would it not for that, I would probably be going, well, we're not for that, we're not for COVID, I'd probably be going up there again. I was going to say, at this point, you'd be going anywhere but where you are right now. Oof. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, maybe, there, maybe there's a way out uh, going forward, because I'm hearing now that... Uh, well, if we leave New York and we go to like um, an area that's uh, at risk for COVID, we're supposed to quarantine for two weeks. Um, I'm sort of exempt from that on uh, in lieu of a negative COVID test because in my field of work, we're considered broadcast media and that's essential. Um, but now I'm hearing that uh, maybe it'll be like Hawaii. You get a COVID test and then you're free to come back to New York and you don't have to quarantine. Yeah, well, I think Canada is trying is trying to go that route as well with a proper rapid test when you get back. Right. Because there's still a lot of people, you know, coming back to Canada, but the problem is everybody's going 14 days, you're out of your mind. Meanwhile, I think we've proven that if you just let people do whatever the heck they want, you become the burning meth lab. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to keep using that analogy, folks, because it's really good right now. Really good. Watch, somebody's going to write Burning Meth Lab when we play uh, Quiplash, right? Or Burning Neff Lab if they want if they want to get back at me. <laughs> burning <laughs> Neff Lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yes, we are at, uh, we're talking about the live stream, people sharing those links. Uh, once again, as we mentioned in the ad... Um, there's going to be a change to the feed that we use for the live stream uh, in a few weeks' time. Uh, once again, because um, um, we've been informed by our um, streaming provider that uh, the companies, uh, specifically IBM, they are shutting down their server in Seattle where this live server is based right now. So uh, they've allocated us actually a new server in Salt Lake City. Um, so by the middle of next month, we will have to switch over to that server for the live streams. So to access the live stream, once we move on over to that um, Shoutcast server, we'll either have to update the link on radio.net, or if we have trouble doing that, we're just going to give you a direct link uh, in our link tree to just click, and boom, you're listening to us. We'll probably be a little easier that way, but uh, if we have radio.net available as well, we'll... Uh, continue to ask people to go in that direction. Uh, let's see. Um, well, yeah, now um, Lad is in the chat as well in Discord. Uh, OP4 Latino, a longtime listener and supporter of Extreme Anime Radio. Uh, yeah, no need to making a now playing bot because we we don't play music anymore. <laughs> we just play our say, voices. I was going to say, we can't even hum music anymore. If it, may, if it doesn't make any sense, I think we can, but... <laughs> well, Calliope music, U.S. election, I think there's a connection there. Oh. <laughs> Anywho, um, here's the other anime that I want to talk about. Uh, Tokyo Babylon. I don't remember Tokyo Babylon, but you probably do, Neff. I'm trying to remember when it ran originally. I want to say 90s, but I may be, I may be misremembering here. 
Right. You know? I think uh, and, I want to say early. Uh, I want to say early. Um, uh, well, I want to say the manga was the early '90s, but um, Tokyo Babylon was kind of like uh, well, it was only two episodes, right, or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was an OAV at the time. Right. So, um, fans of Tokyo Babylon are psyched up to see that the anime is being rebooted for 2021. But then they look at the preview footage, um, and they are crying foul because, well, as we know, um, digital animation is now paramount these days. Not like, uh... The way it was back when, where everything was hand drawn. Um, but uh, they look at the the trailer footage, and they see characters like Seishiro, one of the characters in Tokyo Babylon, and to see how he's depicted back in the nineties and how he's depicted now. If you remember, um, I think Seishiro. In the 90s anime and manga, had these big, broad shoulders. And I have a f- funny feeling, if I'm not mistaken, Neff, um, sort of the men's fashion back then kind of involved men's shoulder pads. Yeah, looking like a football linebacker, even if you, you know, underneath it were basically the skinny, skinny little thing. Yes. So now we compare big shoulder pads Seishiro and the 2021 rebooted Seishiro and his shoulders are kind of like normal. And that's one of the reasons why apparently a lot of the pure fans of Tokyo Babylon are crying foul over the reboot. Well, I will remind you, Sailor Moon original, Sailor Moon Crystal. Oh, remember that firefight? <laughs> so I, I don't think this is unusual. If you take a beloved or, you know, well-liked in the fandom series and change anything substantially, you're going to get trouble. Yeah, there's just no way around that. <laughs> um, one of the things we remember about Sailor Moon Crystal the opening sequence. You remember that small part of the opening sequence that somebody uh, decided to take a still of and plaster all over the internet universe? W- was that the part where Sailor Mars's face was like wonky? I'm trying to remember, or, or yes. is that another part of it? The- I believe Sailor Moon's eyes were drawn in like two different ways. Yeah, and and you always and you wondered because at the time they'd made this big stink about. We're only going to release one episode every two weeks so that we have high-quality animation for you. Right. If that was high-quality, I'd hate to see the crap you would have produced with only a week between episodes. <laughs> uh, I'm searching real quick uh, for that, uh, but I don't seem to come across it in the uh, internet uh, search. Unless we're thinking uh, yeah. about possibly another character. The wild, wild internet. Or it's possible to find anything. Eventually. Maybe. Yeah. If you have a lot of time on your hands. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's... uh, Sailor Moon Crystal is something I kind of started and kind of tapered off. Same thing with Stars. I enjoyed watching Stars, and then I really haven't watched much of it lately. Yeah, Sailor Moon Stars... That that final episode of the original or final series of, of that original episode uh, original series. Bleh, try that in English again. Anyways, <laughs> the point being, by the time you got to episode two hundred, it was just dragging. Like, just no, it's over. Mm-hmm. Give it the give it the proper send off it needs, and let's move on. Right, right. But uh, yes. Um... I have to maybe uh, get myself into some of the early 90s anime again and see, uh, you know, what I kind of missed growing up as a kid. <laughs> or if you really want to go further back than that, there's always RetroCrush.com. 
Retro they, Crush. They, I've never heard of that. That's a new streaming service that specializes in o- older anime. Oh, wow. A lot of rescue titles, a lot of ones you haven't seen in, in any other streaming service. Now, some of it is duplicated for, from other services, yeah. But something like, for example, uh, Tenjo Tenj, which, you know, had its day when it was produced and then disappeared. Mm. You know, because, of course, it was part of the Genian license library. Ah. And unless it was a really popular title, mm-hmm. it was gone. Just wow. So Saint that might Saya. be an option for some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saint exactly. Saya, great so teacher it... on Izuka, Lupin the Third Part 2. Now, to be fair, I'm trying to remember, I think, well, Amazon Prime, at least up here, has it in their video library. I, I don't know about the US, but I know we have it up here. Hmm. Which means you don't have to drag out the DVDs every so often when you want to, you know, pursue that pursue that particular episode. We're just like, okay, it's the holiday season and it's the slight before Christmas. Hmm. My favorite, one of my favorite Loop into Third episodes. I'm looking around here and I'm seeing all these animes and they say in the graphics, dubbed, 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 dubbed. A lot of dubs here. Funny thing that, because up here, most of the ones I'm looking at, sub, 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 nothing against subs. Except some of them fly by so fast, you can't read them. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And if you're watching on a computer, it's a bit of a pain in the the Fisneris to have to back up every so often to to, to catch the dialogue. Mm. Okay, Retro Crush. I'm going to bookmark that. Um, now bear in mind uh, there are two levels of service one is free with ads the other is subscription based okay so you may sign up for another service oh boy I've already signed up for so many what do I have I have Netflix I have Hulu I have Crunchyroll I have well I get HBO Max as part of my cable subscription so I guess that doesn't count but yeah, just just pile it on, I guess. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I mean, somehow I I buy them I buy them like a year up front, so it doesn't hurt as much. Because mm. if I had to see it getting whacked every month, especially in U.S. currency, mm. oh, it would just hurt. <laughs> um, we are now coming close to when it's time to wrap up our podcast. But if you are joining us now, all is not lost because. Uh, in just a little while, we will be going to the Discord Games channel, um, and uh, we will be playing some more Jackbox, including Quiplash and Fibbage, which may go a little bit past 10 o'clock. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, we are going to be joined, uh, as we were last time, by Zenny, a.k.a. Chu, in the chat room, one of the artists of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida. We will also be joined by one of our supporters in voice, Shinigami Liz. She will also be participating tonight. Uh, So um, once we are off the air, uh, we will ask you to please join us in the game's voice channel. In addition to uh, Shinigami Liz being one of our supporters through Anchor, we also want to recognize uh, Sonic, uh, Jeremy, and Flax J. They also support us through Anchor. And also, uh, John Hiroma is supporting us through a uh, Discord server boost. Continue to follow us on the Extreme Anime Radio podcast on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or on a variety of podcasting platforms. Just search for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Also, follow um, us for the latest news and updates about uh, Extreme Anime Radio mascot Sarah Yoshida. In fact, we have a brand new video that's posted um, we have just a video-only version on Discord, but we also have uh, audio versions on uh, Instagram and on Facebook, and that is uh, Dearly Cosplay as Sarah Yoshida. Um, she is a uh, talented dancer, just like the Sarah Yoshida character is. So this is Dearly Cosplay as Sarah conjuring up some new dance shoes using some interesting materials. Oh, dear. Conjuring up. Yes. I believe that, that is the word picture. she told me, yes. 
that paints a picture this time of year, doesn't it? Oh, yes. And a few days from now, especially. So uh, we're also getting a lot of help from uh, Sarah cosplayers and artists all around the world. So we hope that you'll uh, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook for all the latest with Sarah Yoshida. Neff, why don't you give us the closing commentary at this time? If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or any other podcast episode of the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or contact us on our social media pages. For information on how to do that, go to our link tree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash anime radio, where you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Instagram page, our Serioshi the fan page, and our Discord server. There we go. We included the Discord server this time. Very good. There we go. <laughs> Finally got it right after how many tries? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, with that being said, once again, I will reiterate, um, for those of you listeners in the U.S., Election Day is on Tuesday. We're not just voting uh, for the president, but we're also voting for a lot of other legislative positions on the local and national levels. So even if you have to sit in line, be sure that you go and vote on Tuesday and be sure that you um, make sure that your voice is heard. This is the most important election since, well, the election of four years ago, basically. Probably one of the most important elections we'll ever see in our lifetimes. So do the right thing and go out there and make your voice heard, whether it be on the day of voting or voting in advance, either through the early polling or through um, uh, the mail. Or maybe even dropping off your early ballots at the uh, election office. That's also an option, too. So uh, with that being said, folks... uh, we will see you, hopefully, for the um, as far as the podcast is concerned, for the next Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Right now, we'll be scheduled for next Wednesday, the day after Election Day, where we may or may not have an official winner decided. I'm leaning towards probably not, but we'll see what happens. Uh, but we'll start next Wednesday at the usual starting time of 8 p.m. Eastern. But in the meantime, uh, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for listening, and remember... Keep on looking out for the Extreme On Radio podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Extreme On Radio.